you are in the perfect place at the divine time to be touched by a horse. Here's your hosts, Melissa Pierce and Dane Cheek. Well, hey, hey, everybody. It's Melissa, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I do not have my beloved Dane sitting next to me, so it won't be a total giggle from him. However, I do have two people that are so special to me. They have done my equine gestalt coaching program and been certified practitioners for quite a few years in that. They have done our advanced program, our master's program called GCM and graduated from that. They are very unique individuals, married a very long time, and I would say have crossed over into Dane and I's personal friendship circle, which we're really happy about. Glenn and Ashara, thank you for joining me today. Uh, thanks for inviting us, yeah, Melissa. Wonderful to be here. You bet. You bet. Absolutely. So I want to say, first of all, if people are looking for you during this podcast, it's harmoniesheartfarm.com. Do I have that correct? No, it's actually... Okay, say it yourself. Okay. Harmoniesheartcoaching.com. Where'd I get the farm in there? Harmonies Heart Coaching. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I think because farm has been a topic we've been talking about a lot lately. So you don't yeah. live, you don't live very far from me, but you've had quite a journey around this farm and other things going on in your life. So I'm going to let you explain why I say that. So how is it that you're being reintroduced as my neighbor again? All right. So uh, about a year ago, we spirit guides us. And we listen very much to what Spirit has to say. In 1990, Spirit said, go to Seattle from Colorado, and it changed our lives. And we were there for 23 years, actually. Yeah. Yep. And then we came back to Colorado because this feels more like home to us. And about a, and we've been here about 10 years. And, and about a year ago, Spirit said, you need to move to Wisconsin. And we're like, What? I mean, I was born and raised in Wisconsin, but but really, Wisconsin. So knowing what spirit does, we we said, okay, we put our house on the market. We found a place in Wisconsin. The spirits on that place were, man, they were talking to us. And um, You packed everything up. Yeah, you were ready. We did. We <laughs> packed everything up. We found a place to keep our horses. Yeah. I mean, we, we did the whole thing. And um, here it is. 12 months later, and we're still here. Yeah. So our house never sold. It was it was under contract a couple times, but uh, it never actually sold. And we, again, Spirit came back and said, okay, well, you know what? Everything that you needed to learn while you were in Wisconsin, you have learned. <clears throat> so you can go or you can stay. Well, it might be it might be the power of the manifestation of your Colorado friends because we all were sad you were moving to Wisconsin. So we <laughs> we might have sabotaged your sale. <laughs> you, you might have because I clearly remember you saying it was all your your fault that we were. That's staying. right. <laughs> so I guess I'll thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So have you officially withdrawn the idea of Wisconsin and you're officially not selling your Colorado farm and staying? I mean, is it that clear now? Yes. All right. All right. Well, welcome yeah. home. Houses, thank you. Houses <laughs> off the market. No. We're having a moving sale tomorrow. Nice. Saturday. Yeah. 
you know, soon. Well, we are not yeah. moving sale. I love it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, you have such a special place there and your home has over the years been a place that our students, when they're in training, have enjoyed staying there. And when we do our annual summit, they've stayed there as sort of a safe harbor while they're doing the training. So everybody's always loved your place and, and uh, you have a terrific indoor and just a wonderful farm there. So I'm sure that it's not real hard to stay because it's an awfully sweet place where you're staying. It is. And we, we really do love this place. Yeah. So yeah. when we were told to go to Wisconsin, we were pretty surprised. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. very surprised. And my eyebrows raised, you know, to the top of my forehead. So we were really, we're doing what? Really? what? So, yep. And yeah. anytime I go out and I come back and I open the gates to come in, I feel this just warmth and welcoming yeah. every single time. Yeah. Welcome home again. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And that's what we try to, that's what we try to have for anybody who stays here. Yeah. I think you, you do. Know. I think it, it becomes a home base for a lot of people and, and uh, many people were happy you guys were staying. So sorry, we sabotaged your vision, but Hey, that's the way it goes. Right. So mm-hmm. um, you two have both been busy. You both have books out on the market. Glenn, yours has been out for just a little while, about a year, and it's called unwinding. So will you walk yeah. our listeners through what is your book about and who should read that book? Oh, yeah, great. Uh, So Unwinding is two parts. The first part is a memoir. It's my story since pretty much the day I was born until the current days, um, having gone through the equine gestalt program and the GCM program, talks about trauma that I've lived through, uh, you know, mostly derived from my dad and his nutty, I call it the nutty ways of Richard. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes. Um, he, he, he rained down a lot of uh, crapola on all of us, all our family, my mom, my sister and I, but I took the brunt of it. Um, so this, the book really tells about the formative years, uh, the years that I was drugging and, and alcoholic and everything, and then how I worked my way out of it, one, by moving to Seattle because I just had to cut cords from here in Colorado. Right a lot of wonderful people there to help me in a very spiritual path and then meeting you through Ashara and the program that I took really helped me cut a lot of cords that I was carrying with me and has made my life so much richer and available to help people who live with day-to-day trauma. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, when you did the advanced course, the GCM course, and I saw you coach, I knew in my heart that you had really embraced Gestalt, that you had become a true Gestaltist, and that anyone who has had pain, male or female, but there's a lot of men out there that really need this work so much, they're going to find a safe harbor in you and also a very wise Gestaltist to help them unpack it, unwind it, as you say in your book, and and you yeah. do beautiful work. So very good, Glenn. I'm so glad. The book is not a long read. It is a beautiful read. It is, I think, a very male-driven book in that not very many men want to sit down and read an 1,800-page book, right? This is a get-to-the-point this is what happened to me. This is how I got out of the tailspin I was in. And so many people end up with alcohol and drugs because they really don't know what to do with the pain. They just have no idea how do you make it stop. 
And um, kudos to you that you you got at yourself back out of that and got everything going in a right direction. So that's awesome. People are looking for that book. They can find it on your website, right? And where else is that book? That book is sitting in boxes in my garage. So. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> we're, we're, you guys do. Yeah, your, we're a one-stop Do your own fulfillment. Do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do too. I think that's so good. I mean, maybe our listeners don't know that, but you can have a fulfillment center that takes the order and sends the book out, but they take a big chunk of what the book sells for. So most of us do self-fulfillment and I know you guys do that. So you get it. Uh, he'll sign it and send it out to you. It's it's a really wonderful read. Yeah. And then your partner, you two have been married how many years now? Almost 34. 34 years. I mean, amazing. Their love story is a beautiful love story in and of itself. And you ended up, Ashara, also writing a book. And yours is just freshly published, right? That is correct. Yeah. Good. Letting go of anxious attachment. So speak a little bit about your book and who might reach for that book. Anybody who has been confused in a relationship, which is probably pretty much everyone, could probably (laughs) benefit from this book. Anxious attachment is, it's one of multiple attachment types, but when you're anxiously attached, it, you feel like you have to do everything right, that if your beloved doesn't answer your text right away, there must be something wrong. It's all about, uh, the word that comes to mind is you just, you're grasping at someone and you're looking for what needs to be coming from inside you, you're looking for it outside of you. And if you don't find it, you get very anxious about it. And it's caused by different forms of trauma. In my case, it was caused by uh, being really, really wanted by my mother. Four years of her waiting, four years of me being the only kid. And then my brother came along. So, Mm -hmm. and I love my brother. But unlike some kids who will say, you know, they'll try to kill their brother. I'm using air quotes, Um, you know, and then they get over it. I never got over it because of my personality. So I carried that around for pretty much until I met Glenn. So at 43, I had an epiphany and uh, it's been... a a battle since then. So in this book, there are seven hacks to create a relationship that lasts. And I have used every single one of them. And these techniques are things that help us, my beloved and I, to have a good, healthy relationship. And that's what the book is all about. You first have to have a good relationship with yourself. Then you can have a good relationship with someone else. If I hadn't gone through the T-Bob program, I never would have been here. I wouldn't have gotten this far. I mean, I I went a long way by myself, but just learning Gestalt and learning something that, that could help me instead of just yap, 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 talking, actually feeling it in my Mm -hmm. body. I was so shut down and it's just been a real journey. Just even the last 10 years have been such a journey. 
That's awesome. And the proof's in the pudding, as we say, 34 years, happily married. So that just validates everything you just said. It is crazy making when people have that anxious attachment because uh, the focus, of course, you say in your book too, the focus is so externally placed instead of internally placed. And so how do you ever feel calm and satisfied and peaceful and be able to let your your loved one also be the same. So kudos on you. I think it's a book that a lot of people will relate to, whether they're new, they're young and new in the dating field. And they're thinking, gosh, I I get really worried when they don't, like you said, text me back or we make plans on Friday, but then it gets changed. Did they change it? Because they don't want to be with me. All the crazy making that we do between our ears. And so I love your hacks to keep people on the rails and going direct at a good communication and good way of being together. So I think it's awesome. Both of these books can be found on your website. Both of these books, I think, are are um, not heavy reads and they're full of good, you know, practical hands-on to-dos to go in there and quickly fulfilled and signed by the author as well. So that's great. Can I also say, Melissa, you can also get my book on Amazon. Oh, nice. Okay. You got to, you got to get his book on Amazon too, you know. Yeah, I think we need to do that. (laughs) So you can get it as an ebook or you can get it as a paperback. Nice. Nice. That's great. I'm just in the process now with my What in the Heck is Gestalt book um, doing an Audible. I hadn't done any of my books into Audible format before, and I found somebody who's got a great company and is walking me right through that. So next thing we know, we'll have all our T-Bot authors. We have quite a few people in the herd that have written books and really powerfully insightful books because they've done their work. And so they're writing, like you two did, writing post doing all of their gestalt work. And it it shows when you read the books, uh, it shows all the way out. Hi, this is Melissa, and I wanted to give a special shout out to let you know that we are now taking applicants and signing contracts for our January 2024 Touched by a Horse Equine Gestalt Coaching Program. This program is two years in length, highly comprehensive, a lot of fun, and you learn so much about yourself, about being in business for yourself, and about making a difference in the world for others. If you're interested, go to our website or reach out to our office in any way. We'll be glad to send you information on our Equine Gestalt Coaching Program. Thanks for listening. Now, each of you separately answer this. I ask everybody that's on here, did you have horses as a kid? I did not. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and the only horses I've ever seen were either on TV, the old Westerns, <laughs> or holding up, a, holding up a police officer going down the road, you know, in the, in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be it. In Central Park, pulling a, a carriage. You know, there's a few, but there's not much that way, for sure, for sure. Ashara, did you have a horse as a kid? I got my first horse when I was 15, but I walked like a horse before I walked like a person. And I, when I started riding, I, you know, just stable horses when I was 10. But, nice. But um, yeah, so, and I've had horses off and on ever since then. Right. 
you were that kid that I was. My bike was a horse. Mm -hmm. And if there was a low wall I could sit on, it was a horse. I mean, all my imaginary horses. And then at the riding stables at 10 and 11 and finally got my own horse at 11. So mm -hmm. definitely. And we played a lot with different kinds of horses. And the only reason to see the Barbie movie was to see the Barbie horse, right? <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the big thing for me was the Barbie horse too. Thought that was great. So today you have a few. So walk us through your herd today that clients, if they come to your farm, who do they meet? Well, they meet um, Phineas, who is 17 or 18 years old, and he was a rescue from Texas. And he is just the sweetest guy, but he is a little bit high strung. So if you're high strung, he'll show you right away. And then we have Tango, wow. who is 24 this year. He's a quarter horse. He's an old ranch horse. He has three, three brands on his body, the poor guy. And he is just sweet and loving and gentle and kind. Mm. Then we have Lily, who is a Quarter Horse Frisian Cross. She's 13 this year. She's our biggest horse and she's massive. She's not tall, but she's, you know, Frisians are kind of drafty. So she's, she's, she's abroad. She's That's abroad. what I say about my yeah. gypsy mare. She's abroad. <laughs> and her personality is she's abroad. She loves right. working with men who are traumatized. Yeah. She loves it because wow. she will push them and push them and push them. And then she just enfolds them and loves on them. Oh, that's She's great. She's really, that's coach. great. Yeah. Good teacher. Yeah. yeah. All the men, the veterans that I've worked with have been with Lily and they all say, where's Lily? Is she coming in today? Cause we can move Aww. them in and out. And they always say, no, bring Lily in. That's who we want. So she's awesome. That's great. And we just That's yesterday cool. adopted a new horse. Her name is oh. Chansey, and she is a leopard Appaloosa. So she's wow. a twenty-something leopard Appaloosa, and she is she's gonna she's like my my horse Wilma, who I started yes. with my Frisian horse. Wilma. She's yeah. just like her. Yeah. She's a mom really solid. Uh, yeah, really solid and good with the energies. Yes. That's great. Oh, yeah. She's great with the energy. She was balancing chakras the whole time I was visiting her. She was, she's great. And we're excited about bringing her home. Mm -hmm. I think years ago when you two were in the program that I had my friend's leopard Appaloosa spot in my barn. Do you remember him? I remember. Spot. He was a leopard appy. He was brilliant. He really was a character and a half and so brilliant with the work. So maybe that was right after you went through. BB got very attached to him. I remember that. Oh, I do remember BB getting attached to him. Yes. Yeah, really attached to him. So yeah, that's a great herd. That's a wonderful herd. And they have, you know, a lot of acreage to go around and to be everywhere that they want to be. And then also they can be in the barn. So I, I really hear you. I can see your veterans going, hey, where are they? Get them in here, you know, have them come visit us. <laughs> have them come visit us. Yeah. I know it, over the years you've, you've run a group and all that kind of thing. Do you have anything like that currently going on for anybody that might 
live in Colorado. When I say they live close to me, they're south of me, maybe 20 minutes uh, off Elizabeth and Franktown and Parker, Colorado. And so anything currently going on group-wise at your place? Not currently. What we were doing was preparing our barn for a healing arts center, the Enlightened School. Nice. And that's going to take some construction. So during construction, you know, not running any groups or retreats or anything. Um, Well, I can't wait to see what you're coming up with. So if you heard the name correctly, I want to make sure they got it. Enlightened Squirrel (laughs) Healing Arts. So such a fun name. So tell me about Enlightened Squirrel. This was one of our two or three trips to Wisconsin when we were out looking at property. And road trips are great for both Ashar and I because, you know, during the day we're both busy and we you know, cross paths more than we sit down and visit uh, unless it's in the evening. Yes. When we're on the road, we have all kinds of stuff to catch up on and talk about. Yeah. We get really creative. And I kind of forget exactly how we came to the enlightened squirrel, but I was, I mean, something came to me while we were driving and looking for a new a brand or something that could pin what the Healing Arts Center is all about. And first I thought it was an sure. owl because I thought, you know, owls being wise and everything. I was playing with that. Right. And then um, Ashara mentions squirrel. And it just hit me. <laughs> it, it literally tickled my funny bone. And I said, seriously, squirrel? That is so perfect. And because it is, uh, and we practice Buddhism, me more than Ashara, but definitely we meditate every day. So the, a picture of the Buddha and a squirrel came together. And I kid you not, <laughs> I found an enlightened squirrel online. We have a small statuette. <laughs> And that that has become our new logo brand, it. and it it just took off from there. I love it. I love it. Enlightened squirrel. It's just great. And you know, I mean, I see a lot of Twitter stuff, and you see the squirrels that people adopt when they're a little baby. You know, they fall out of a tree or whatever, and they become their best friend. I mean, they've got so much personality, and I think that's a name that I hope have our listeners curious and playful and fun. I say this sometimes that what keeps a person young is curiosity, right? Just like children, they're filled with curiosity. So to me, when I hear enlightened squirrel healing arts, that just draws me in because I think, what the heck's the squirrel part about? I have curiosity around that. So that's playful and fun, which is important because we do deep process, sometimes heavy lifting work where people are leaving some of the worst things that ever happened to them in their life in the sand of the arena. But as you know, it's counterbalanced with immense joy and laughter and upliftment and all of those things. So I love going in. You've got that happy name going in. I think that's great. So you're remodeling your barn. Do you want to give us a little hint what that's going to be like? I've been in your barn. So a little teaser on what people might see when it's finished. Sure. What they're going to see is heated concrete floors, an actual bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. A whole room where they can paint and draw and do that kind of stuff. And then the other part of the barn will be where the horses are, where we can go out and do work with the horses. And there's a common, you know, there'll be a commons area where people can just sit and visit. Um, We're pretty excited. And some storage, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's exciting. It's really exciting. I think that's great. And Colorado, we never know, like most of the country anymore. We don't know what our weather is going to be like in the winter. We've had winters that are super mild and just really pretty easy to be in a t-shirt a lot of the winter and other winters that are super serious. So I love that you're going to have all that flexibility. Your barn does have the ability to open up and just let the breeze come through and be so beautiful in the warm weather. And now you'll have heated concrete and a great place for people to cozy in and stay warm and really be a part of it. And artwork is so much a part of what you do and, and what y'all are all about. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things we haven't touched on yet, Ashara, is after you and I met, um, I, I do some animal communication and you picked up on it. And I don't remember in your journey, whether you also worked with Joan Requette. Did you with Joan Requette? I did work. Uh, I, I took a, a week long course with Joan Requette, but my that's what I yeah, thought. But my mentor that I worked with for 25 years was Joy Turner. And, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, and, Great. And she passed away Great. in 2018. And when she passed away, yeah. she gave me her horses and she gave me her business. So, and her blessing. Yeah. 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 So, I had please, been doing, please carry this on. Yeah. Yeah. I had been doing animal communication and I was trying to figure out a way to marry it with the gestalt and just, you know, and it was just like butting heads, butting heads. And, and one day Peggy MacArthur, who anybody who listens to this <laughs> podcast knows who Peggy is. She was my coach right. during the program. So I went through the program a long time ago and, right. and Peggy said to me one day, you love animal communication. Yes. Well, just do it. And, and the rest of it will fall. That's so it's so pagan. And the rest of it will fall into place. So that's yeah. what I did. And that has exactly happened. And it has. Yes. Most, many yeah. of my, yeah. my clients, my coaching clients have come from my animal communication business. Absolutely. It sort of opens the door. They come to you to find something out and then they meet you and it opens the door and they get a little bit more relaxed and then they can come and do the rest of their work. But if you're like me, a lot of the animal communication has to do with grief too. A lot of people are reaching out because their animal is lost or it's passing or it has passed yeah. and they need some comfort around that. So I know that's um, uh, you know so beautiful and that you do that work. What else? What Somebody reaching out to you for animal communication could be with any kind of animal? Any kind of animal, squirrels. Um, I've talked, I've talked, I've talked with enlightened squirrels. squirrels yes. Yeah. Even unenlightened squirrels. Although I firmly believe that every, everything in the animal world, except for humans is, is way, is really enlightened. Way more enlightened, way than, more we enlightened are, than we are. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, um, any kind of problem, but people have reached out for dogs, dogs cats, horses, the, all of that. Gerbils. Have you read any exotics? Okay. Gerbils, yes. anything else really exotic? Uh, I've to a hamster. I've talked to a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. To, well, I talked to the, I talked to the little beings around here all the time, all the little bugs and spiders. Sure. Sure. You know, but, sure. Uh, yeah. That's great. Um, oh, and, and we talked with some reptiles. Yeah. So um, yeah. I, we have a friend who has many reptiles and, uh, and she was on a thing I do once a month with my, my graduates, because I also teach animal communication. 
and she mm-hmm. brought all of her reptiles and oh it was so much fun. How fun. How fun is that? Yeah. If somebody yeah. wants a reading with you, how does that work? How do they get the reading with you? Do they need to send a photo? What what happens? How do they get the reading with you? Well, I work on the phone and uh, I don't need a picture. It's always fun to see one, but I don't need it because that's the way I was taught. And they can go out to our other website, harmoniesheartanimals.com, and they can they'll find a couple links on there where they can book a session and they just they just book it and then we show up on the phone and do it a couple times a year. I do specials. Once you're on my mailing list, you know, you'll hear about all the specials and all that kind of stuff. And I do a, a weekly blog about animals, about all kinds of things, but mostly about animals. And, and the way they impact our lives. That's great. I would tell people to, you know, get that information, have it handy, uh, not only to get sort of a baseline reading with Ashara, how we doing, how's my animal doing, you know, all of that. But when things change, you know, when the animal either is told, you're told by the vet there's something going on or your animal is acting differently or they're missing one day, you want to be able to reach out to her right away and get her insight into what's happening with that. So definitely do that. I'm going to encourage you guys to meld your websites together into one that has Harmony, Harmony's Heart Coaching, Farm, Animals, and Enlightened Squirrel into all one with the Squirrel Buddha on the front. So that's that's my vote for your business. <laughs> it's all on one with different links. So that would be good. That would be really yeah. good. So in your present business life, what I'm hearing and what I know about both of you and such, such great coaching that you both do, people could reach out to you for a whole variety of things. They could reach out to you for animal communication and Ashara does that. I'm hearing veterans, definitely, you have a heart for that, Glenn, and do such beautiful work with that. Certainly people in coupleship. If you're in coupleship and you're happy or struggling, either one, these two certainly have gone down that road and could work with you in that. Obviously, people that are are trauma-centered because the training that you've received from me is trauma-informed training. So if you've gone through any kind of trauma in your life, whether it's when you were a child or last week, you could go through that. Both of these individuals have spent time in the dreaded corporate world. So if you have corporate <laughs> corporate trauma, <laughs> they understand the corporate world for sure and could definitely relate to what it's like to transition uh, out of corporate world or to just survive within it and, and succeed within it. I would recommend either of them for that as well. And if you just like squirrels, I mean, clearly you have found your coaches if you like squirrels for sure. I think a lot of people would benefit coming out to your place, meeting your animals and meeting the two of you and spending time with you. There are a lot of different ways that our practitioners work. All of them are capable of working on the phone, working on Zoom, creating groups, doing retreats, all of this kind of thing. Uh, Asharan and Glenn are set up in a way that if people wanted to make an appointment, come in, fly into Denver. They're about an hour south of Denver drive to their place, stay on site for a couple of days, 
really help feed those animals, be a part of all of that, get your sessions done while you're percolating for a couple of days in their presence, and then fly home. I promise you it's transformational. You will leave anything you've been dragging around in that big backpack on your back right there in the sand of their arena and have really a life-changing experience with these two. I highly recommend both of them, either of them and both of them, however that works for you. Make sure you grab their books, Unwinding and Let Go of Anxious Attachment, both really good uh, books going on. I want to thank Hope Through Horses for being a partial sponsor of this podcast. We're very grateful to them. They run a 501c3 nonprofit that does a lot of good in the world with our equine gestalt work. So please check them out. Donate if you can, for sure. Any last things that each of you want to say to me or to our listeners? So give it a thought. Each of you do it. Anything you'd like to send our listeners off with from this podcast? Yeah, I would say that no matter what life brings, what you're creating, co-creating, what life throws at you or us, um, there's always a way to see it in a different light. And I heard something this morning, three short words, let it be. And we can help you let it be. Mm-hmm. And you'd be amazed how good you feel after spending a few hours with the horses. We haven't even gone into the magic that they bring, but they are absolutely stupendous coaches. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm hearing the Beatles song, let it be, let it be. They were so ahead of their time, right? That's our generation. So ahead of their time. So if you request it, Glenn will play, let it be while you're out there with those horses, because that would really be a good matchup for sure. (laughs) For sure. I love that, Glenn. Thank you. Ashara, any final words to send people off with? I would love to see you. I would love to get to know you. I like to work with people that end up being my friends. I just think that's important. It is that word attachment in a positive sense, right? Being able to do that. And I can say that sitting in the presence of Ashara for any client who does that, there's like this warm beam that is shined on you. It's about you. It's about listening to you. It's about her heart coming forward to your heart. It's all about you. It's not about her. It's all about you. And she's just a a, a perfect example of doing that in the world. And, And if you don't feel heard by your mate or your boss or your kids or your life in general, that is a safe and sacred place you can go to just lay it all down. And I promise you, Ashara will give you her full attention. So you are both beautiful. I'm honored that you do my work in the world. I hope people hear this podcast and they reach out to you for sure and get to know you and uh, and come to your beautiful farm that's in Colorado, not Wisconsin. Yes, in Colorado. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you both for joining me. Thank you, everyone. Please go to our website if you want to find a different practitioner near you. You're welcome to do that. There is a Find the Practitioner tab right at the top. And um, give some thought even to flying into Denver. Colorado is such a pretty place to go. And going down and staying for a couple days at Ashar and Glenn's. All right. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Melissa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to the Touched by a Horse podcast. If you'd like more information about anything we've talked about on the show today or our certification program, please visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com. That's touchedbyahorse.com. Or contact our office by phone at 303-440-7125. Also, be sure to keep up with us on social media. We're at Touched by a Horse on both Facebook and Instagram. See you around the barn and on the next episode.